What's happening, guys? This is Tony, Nothing Loose Podcast, episode 30. We've made it 30 deep so far, Joey. Ooh. Hey, I feel privileged already. <laughs> Who is that? Seth Curry. I got Seth Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself. Who's that voice? All right. Well, now you did your intro, so I'm going to do mine. All right, hit it. So welcome to the co-host of the Myers Mindset Podcast, your one-stop shop for fitness, food, and facing your fears. Now we can run it. Damn. Damn. See, for the people that say we don't need intros, we do. We, we need an intro. So yeah, yeah. We got to go to the drawing ball for an intro. For sure. So what's happening, guys? Like, this is kind of weird. Like, if you're listening to us, it's just a co-hosting. So it's two podcasts in one. We're going to give you the best of both worlds. So if you like it, let us know so we can collab more. He's in La Jolla. We're in North Park. We can drive up to him. So we can give you more content, shoot the shit together and whatnot. Dude. I just gotta say, your guys' setup is so dope. I'm like, I'm like in my kitchen with, uh, you know, my laptop and a dinky little, dinky little microphone, and this is awesome. So this respect, is all Tony. This is all this Tony. This is really cool. I, I'm happy to be here. I was tired of listening He's the to crappy shit. <laughs> is it like a podcast sounds great on headphones? It doesn't matter what you use, but once you get in the car, yep. that's when you can tell. Like, yep, how you're, good of you're a exposed. Is. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> everything is, you can't hide anything. Mm-hmm. So jump right into it. Or? Yeah, I mean we can get into it. Well, um, all right. Well, that's the episode. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see you guys on the next. No, one. make sure you like, subscribe, and then so, do all that. Yeah. <laughs> so just like Eric was saying, um, we're gonna go back and forth. Um, nothing to lose. We've got questions for you. I know that you have questions for us. So we're just gonna open up. Mm-hmm. Um, we know a bit about you. You know, you started in the fitness industry. Um, can you give me a little bit of background before you made that choice to go with the fitness? What, what were you doing before? Were you in school or, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, so to give context, I was a super, super shy kid growing up. Mm. That was my identity. It was shyness and I was into sports. Uh, that was my life for the first 18 years. Life got really interesting a week before I was going to start college. My dad passed away. Uh, oh. And which also, you know, we're going deep already, but that that uh, family line of depression and that kind of stuff definitely makes you start thinking different, right? At yeah. 19 years old, where I was a week before just thinking about like, what are the parties going to be like? Like, one of my classes, and now I'm like, what is life about? You yeah. know, like, what? Uh, where do we go after we die? Just totally, it was a, a 180. Like as you can imagine, just worlds flipped upside down. That was a big turning point for me, and then. Um, yeah, not much changed after that. I did the usual party thing. I drank a lot. I partied a lot. Uh, I had a ton of fun. I failed a lot of classes. Uh, I had those memories with, you know, my really good friends. Uh, and then something, again, another big turning point was I just started kind of talking. I was working a gym at like the local gym. I went to University of Oregon and, uh, just started talking to people, and that was one of my biggest limiting beliefs of I'm always shy, I'm awkward, I'm weird, I'm insecure, and it just took that one day of talking to people, getting out of my comfort zone, and that opened up everything for me. Uh, just it kind of that was like the first step on my path of like personal growth, personal development, just like becoming your best self. Right? Okay. So that was a big shifting point, and then and this is like you know, I'm, but going back to your question, this is way before all the fitness stuff. Fitness was always there, you know, it's, as you guys I'm sure know, sports, everything. Like it's always there. It was kind of a backup. Uh, I got a job like there's one summer I was working at 24 Hour Fitness. I was working at Costco and a, a barista coffee shop. I was just working a ton, and uh, while I was at 24, I 
was introduced to some guys. It was like we were all introduced to entrepreneurship. And right around that time is when I also met my now wife. And then we kind of kickstarted, it was about four years ago, um, just fitness coaching, on, taking personal training we were doing online or offline, bringing it online. And that was like the beginning. So that was about four years ago. We started Maui Fit Couple. My wife's from Maui. So that is my long-winded intro. That was actually <laughs> that was actually a lot more compressed than okay, some of Okay, good. Let, good. Me, let me ask a couple questions. Um, <laughs> we did it in three minutes. So okay, just, like 30 minutes. <laughs> so just going back on that, um, so quick question about um, your, your family passing. When you said, because you, you mentioned something that kind of like triggered my interest. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I started asking myself, like, what is life? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, what what origin or like what base did you find yourself searching that question? Like, was it religion? Was it existentialism? Like, you know, what what, what was it where you were like, okay, I kind of have an idea. This shit's gonna sound super corny. It was like it was self help books. I read a book okay, about okay. Uh, anxiety. Sure. Uh, it was called Control the Crazy, and th- and I was like, I was high when I ordered the book. You know, just smoking pot with my buddies. And uh, ordered the book. I started reading. I couldn't put it down because mm-hmm. it was like, oh shit! Like someone else has these same thoughts in my head uh, of just like, I don't know. Like thinking back, it's hard to think exactly what I was thinking. But it was basically insecurities. It was anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, that really opened up my my eyes. I never would have thought I'd get into like self help, you know, books. But uh, it happens, you know. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. Like, um, I mean, if, that, if that's one of the things that's gonna help you, then right. you know, don't don't knock it. You know, like, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm doing therapy, so yeah. <laughs> I think uh, we all need therapy. Um, you know what? That was actually a question I brought. I don't want to talk too much about my private shit, <laughs> but that, that was that was a question. Well, I, technically, I, you're being interviewed right now, so you I can know. ask you that. Yeah. Oh he damn it! I'm there. not the interviewer. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I, I also have, a, have another it. another little hot question before I forget it. Yeah. But um, you are successful. I'm just gonna say it. You know, like you're you're successful. Um, you've got a great life going on right now. Before you did the entrepreneurship, were you like, you know, struggling at all? Did you have like ramen noodles at night or, you know, oh, cause you said you were working yeah. three jobs. So, I mean, like, did you come for money or like, did you no. start at the bottom and then, you yeah, know, yeah, man, like finances were always stressful growing for sure. up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and even like, you know, I'm still working, I'm still paying off my student loans. I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still hustling, but, Preach. uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, it was just from learning. It was picking up those books, uh-huh. personal finances books, you know, stuff like that. Uh, it was, you know, no one else in my family or anything like that was going to teach me. So I was at like 23, I was like, all right, I got to fin- figure this finance shit out because yeah. no one, you know, no one's going to do it for me. 23 is when I probably made the worst financial decision of my life. So you were, I just, you know, credit card debt and, yeah. it, you know, just yeah, yeah. Made, a, made a bad career choice. And then, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. to bounce back. Hey. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just turned 27. I'm still trying to bounce back. <laughs> hey, me too, man. Me too. When was your birthday? November 12th. Oh, okay. So just turned 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine was in August. but 27? 27. Hey. Yep. But yeah, man, like successful, th- like that too is an interesting topic, which we could spend a whole episode on. But For like, sure. I think I was successful back or like when it started back at like 22, just when I like, when it was inner peace you know when it when i started making that shift of like i just feel comfortable in my skin that that's was like, success that's to like me. real yeah. young to be yeah. when, when i was 22 i was like anxiety ridden right. and i was you know like a terrible human being <laughs> so for you to 
for you to find that realization that at that age is something in itself. But it's not even like <laughs> it, it starts there, but then it's not like for me, at least it wasn't like, all right, I got it all figured out for sure. It's been, you know, downs and up, as you guys know, yeah. like, you know, it comes in waves and I think it's just that path, you know, embracing that path of growing and figuring out who you are and it, you might figure it out at 27. It might be like 57. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all still trying to figure our shit out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. We'll we'll get you out the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> you guys some questions for us? I do. All right. So I forgot to say this at the beginning, but you guys are the seventh interview of a thousand that I'm doing um, about happiness. And, and I just want to, a big thing that makes me happy is sitting down and talking to people, like talking about real shit, not just going to the bar and talking about sports, which I love to do as well. Right. But uh, I love doing this, right? So I, I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing uh, what they think about happiness. And it's kind of the reverse of like, so my dad, I was talking earlier, depression, took his own life, you know, stuff like that. So that's what sparked this interview series. So now that I'm back in the interviewer, <laughs> <laughs> I want, I just want to hear from each of you kind of just, you know, what you did to me, like you guys can go one at a time. Actually, let's do this. Go one at a time. Whoever wants to start first, mm-hmm. just share like who you were, what kind of person you were growing up, what kind of kid you were, who you are, you know, take us through your three minute life story and then and then let's bring it together it'll probably intermix on the way but how you guys came to what you're doing now dig it me yeah three right. minutes three minutes starting yeah, now I'm done. I'm done. No. <laughs> <laughs> well i grew up in el cajon so born and raised in el cajon uh first generation to graduate high school graduate college uh growing up i was a chubby kid obese all the time so i was like always got made fun of i always got robbed and jumped and all that jazz all that good stuff right and finally, high school hit, and I finally picked up sports. So once I had picked up sports, I found a passion for something I could dedicate my time and push myself towards because I was always just getting by. Like elementary, middle school, I was just like, yeah, just trying to pass, you know. And then high school, I actually like, okay, maybe I should start focusing on these books. So I had a lot of friends that were smarter than me, and they hit the books, and they didn't have to hit it as hard as me. And the same thing goes for sports. Like I had to work twice as hard because I was already a beast trying to just make the team and get the cut right there. So... I always deal with the adversity, I guess, and I I always knew that I always had to put more work than other people. So that's where I got my hard work from. From yep. everything that I put into the work ethic, keeps showing from that. Do you see it now, like as a blessing? Like oh hell yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a total can, blessing because I, I was never handed anything like that. I was always I had to put that extra hour just to finish that paper because I was until this day I'm terrible at writing a pep- paper, you know. But mm-hmm. putting that extra work in to actually get a decent grade on something mm-hmm. i did that um, what were your sports my sports were basketball and football basketball football i rode the bench for basketball so i'm not hey, afraid i made it me too man <laughs> me too i made it but and football i just became more like i felt like i fit in there at the defensive end mm-hmm. so i played that all four years mm-hmm. and went to college and at college i had no idea what i was doing yeah it wasn't as easy school got harder had two jobs. I worked for the city of El Cajon, mm-hmm. and that's where I met Joey. So we mm, worked represent. for the same. <laughs> we worked for the same city, but at different parks. So started kicking off with Joey, and I just started finding myself. And I was really into the sneaker game and mm-hmm. in college. So I started looking at shoes. My cousin was into Jordans, and I started flipping the shoes. Mm-hmm. So I was working retail, working for the city, and flipping shoes, just trying to pay off my student loans that will never be paid off, but (laughs) they still sit there. Finished school in three and a half years, and after that, I was like, I got to grow up and find a desk job and not work all these retails. So 
I went forward. Hold on, let me pause. Sorry. I I was eyeballing it. Uh, got my first job at an office. I worked my ass off there for another year. I was told I wasn't gonna get promoted. Within a year, I got promoted. I became a supervisor, and then I realized I didn't like this job. You know, I didn't. It is. I wasn't happy, and mm-hmm. I was, if I'm not happy, I can't dedicate myself to. It. Even though the check was nice, you know, I was salary. To be salary at the age of 23, you're like, I made it. Yeah. You know, it's over. Like, mm-hmm. here comes all the debt and everything like that. And I wasn't, so I took a step down, and now I was at that company. I'm here now, and I'm trying to find happiness. You know, mm-hmm. every day, like, a, I find something that I'm passionate to, and I stick to it. Like, fitness has always been there, like you said. Mm-hmm. And till this day, fitness is still my escape mm-hmm. and uh, what I find happiness in. Right now, we started this podcast in May, and... I fucking love doing this every day, like you said, like just meeting people, yep. listening to people's stories, just relating. This is self-therapy mm-hmm. without having to pay a therapist. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I can't wait for the growth of it. I can't wait to write it out with Joey and just have more guests like you. Mm-hmm. And that's my story. All right. We're going to pause there. Now, Joey, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll bring it back in. Oh, my story? You don't want to hear my story. I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, born in San Diego um, and then, you know, parents... Didn't have any money at all, so we had to move to New York, back to my dad's family, and then we moved to Texas for my mom's family, and then came back to San Diego because my dad got a job um, at the post office. So, you know, um, from there, you know, my growing up was kind of rough, you know, uh, didn't, didn't have much money, and that wasn't my parents' fault at all. Like, they're both intelligent. It's just, you know, couldn't, couldn't find a job, couldn't do it, and, um, you know, grew up with my sister. Um, Lived in San Diego most of my life. Um, ended up settling in El Cajon. Went to high school there. Um, played sports as well. Lacrosse was my sport. And then out of high school, I played basketball. So um, you know, like that was that was a good time. I wasn't ever really fit either. Like I was chubby in middle school, and then like as soon as I hit high school, I grew like 14 inches over a summer. I'm not even kidding Jesus. you. Yeah, it was it was painful. <laughs> and, and, you know, imagine not gaining any weight, but just getting taller. I was string bean in it, you yeah. know, it was crazy. Um, you know, finished high school, attempted college, uh, went to JC for a minute, you know, didn't take it seriously for years. And then, um, you know, ended up going through it, uh, got two associates from there, um, went to university for a minute, didn't pan out, couldn't really afford it, you know, to be honest. And then, um, I haven't gone back since, but I, I plan on going back. So I don't have my degree, but. You know, I feel like I'm educated enough, you know, <laughs> um, but job history, you know, I started working for the city as well. Um, we did a bunch of coaching. We worked with kids. That was our job. So a lot, lot of experience, a lot of patience. Um, and then from there, just like him, same time working retail. Like I worked at Express. I worked mm-hmm. at Vans. I worked at, you know, like different things just trying to keep up because, you know, when you're 20, 21, you still want to go out and have fun, you know, so got to do it. Um, and then since then I landed a job at a law office and then that panned over to a claims management firm and then I hated it. So left and, uh, you know, now I work for software downtown. So like, it's, it's awesome. Um, I got a really crazy promotion that nobody expected and it, 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 it's cool, but it's like Tony, you know, like I'm still a little bit hungry. So I still want to go back to school and I want to explore my options for my life. And, mm-hmm. You know, not like secure the bag, but I want to just make sure that I'm doing okay mm-hmm. and hang out because I don't want to repeat, you know, and like have kids like yeah. my, my <laughs> parents did and not be ready, you right, know. Right, right, um, But growing up was rough, but I feel like having good people around you, having good friends and 
um, having a, a hobby is good. I, I turned to the gym, you know. Um, actually, side story about that, um, I got my ass kicked, right, uh, 2012 by my closest friends. And it was, it, was a, it was a rough time. And then since then, I hit depression, like mm-hmm. rock bottom depression. And then by, you know, the middle of 2013 was when I was like, man, I got to do something because I just sat at home in the dark all day, like yeah. legit, like, yeah. you know, the stereotypical depression thing. That was me. Didn't get out of bed unless I had to go to work. And then after work, came right back to bed. So started going to the gym because um, I was paying for a gym membership I was never using and then ended up competing for mm. physique and then uh, personal training and then getting certs and stuff like that. And then I worked for 24 for a while. Um, that was one of my side jobs as well. So, I mean, fitness has always been cool. And then I did powerlifting for two years and then I did power building and then I did, you know, I went, went through the whole fitness fiasco. Mm-hmm. So, um me and Tony really bonded over that 2013-ish. So, yeah. uh, because when, when I, I met you in 2009, right? right? No, 2010. 2010 or yeah. so. And, um, you know, he didn't look anything like he looks now. Mm-hmm. Like, he was still, like, kind of gumpy. You know, he wanted to be an athlete, but you can tell he just wasn't athletic. Yeah. Uh, but he was, he was always down to, like, we play pickup games all the time for basketball. He was always down. He was always good. But um, he really kicked his own ass. So... I mean, I, I wish you can see the glow up that yeah, I saw, but it's yeah. it's super tight. Yeah. So I want to. Well, first, ha, so how did the how did the podcast come together? Podcast was Cinco de Mayo drunk nights. <laughs> Best <laughs> ideas come from those <laughs> nights. So, so we we actually have a co-host. Um, yeah, Alex. Alex. Yeah, yeah. 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 He he po- pops in and out. He's 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 a busy guy. Yeah. Um and uh, so tell tell him the story. I, I wasn't even a part of the it, original. He wasn't original, but nope. he hopped on real quick. Uh, Cinco de Mayo, we had a couple drinks, came back to the place here, and then we kept Joe Rogan. Like, you think podcast, you think Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Like, and then we always type, if you, Alex is the type of guy, we always talk about a Joe Rogan segment and just write it out longer and have our own conversation. I'm like, what the fuck, man? We, we should just have a podcast and talk about shit, too. Yeah. Like, you know, we, anybody can do it. We're in the generation, and why not? Mm-hmm. And I kept, I kept yelling, nothing to lose. I'm, I'm drunk. I keep yelling, nothing to lose to him. He's like, yeah, yeah, we have nothing to lose. He's like, what are we going to call it? I'm like, I just keep saying <laughs> nothing to lose. Like we have nothing to lose doing this. Like you know, like we we'll shoot the shit. If it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. We write it out. It's like okay, yeah, I'm down. So we hopped on Amazon, got USB freaking microphones, the cheapest one we can find. Mm-hmm. Did it that way with gar- we're still doing it with GarageBand because I haven't learned anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I think third episode. Third yeah, I was I was the third or fourth. The first couple episodes for these guys, that was it was kind of rough. I don't know rough. if you went back to the history. Don't do it. But the first one was like <laughs> ten minutes. And it, then the it's second our one. most listened though, so yep. it's a shame. Of, of but course it is. I can't, I it's can't, ten minutes. The progress <laughs> is going to be great. It's going to be the transformation. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone trans- listening right now is going to be like, "I got to go listen to that first episode." Oh, Jesus! No, you don't. You we don't, had no idea. There's nothing to lose. You know what? Everyone's know what so about. bad though. <laughs> Everyone's first one is, is so bad. Is there still up? Yeah. Okay. You know what? We yeah. actually know other podcasts that have deleted yeah. their their you know first like dozen because it's like oh that's garbage. Like dude, you can't do that. No, you know you, you can't, can't do that. Yeah, you you gotta now have we can because one. we our title says every episode. So yeah. We, yeah, we have to write it out now. You know, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joey Committed. came up on the third, and I, Joey liked it, and I told him, hey, if, Joey doesn't post much on Instagram, and I'm like, hey, if you get like a hundred people to like this photo, like I gave you like a, I gave yeah. him like a crazy <laughs> number because I was like I looked at his ratio, I'm like oh, you only get likes when you post a dog it's a picture of you like you're not gonna get the same amount of likes so he's like yeah i'll do it so he posted it said like hey guys if i get da 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 they'll have me back on so he did and then since then he's been riding with us rolling cool 
All right. I do want to so listen to you guys stories. It's it's crazy how similar they are, yep, you know, and then absolutely. um and then I relate a lot with what you're saying. Uh I want to know though. So it sounds like right now you're in this point in your life like you know, you're you're doing what you need to do and now you found this kind of like side hustle mm-hmm. like found some passion in yep. there. If like fuck money like everything else, if you could do whatever you wanted to, money was no object. What would you do each day? Uh, we're daily podcast. Daily podcast. I can tell you that now. Like I felt, I felt more comfortable in front of like I came like you. I was very shy. Yeah. I would not approach people. I would not approach girls. Never approach my girl until my first girl, probably like twenty two. You know. Yep. And so I was really shy, but I think I would daily podcast so I can meet no more people, connect like the connections. It's only been thirty episodes, but the connections we made, even with people we haven't interviewed, but mm-hmm. people like say like I'll be down, but I'm kind of shy in front of them. I'm like, hey, no worries, but just building those friendships and that networking is just it's yeah. great and hearing those stories dude that's i i know exactly what you mean that's why i was like at first i started doing like some skype and stuff like that i was like i, I gotta get face to face though i'm mm. already at home enough like on my computer like i gotta get the face to face it's yeah. such a different experience yeah same for you or what would you do uh this is gonna sound this is gonna sound stupid but if money wasn't an object you know what i would do every day of my life <laughs> i would learn i am i'm addicted to learning, I'm I'm read I, books. I, I read books. Do? I have I have a mini library. I read books. I reread books. <laughs> I watch documentaries. What's the best book you've ever read? Oh, t- yeah. Uh huh. You can't ask me that. I know. You can't <laughs> ask me that. I'm just gonna hit you with goosebumps. I'm just gonna. <laughs> 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 R.L. Stein, maybe taking it back. No, yeah. the, the best book I ever read. The the one that altered my perception. Probably be. Man, this it's is tough. Rough. I know the moral landscape. The moral landscape. I yeah. haven't, haven't heard of that. Who's yeah. wh- who's the author? Um, Sam Sam something. I, I have it in my library, but it's okay. it's um I'm I majored in philosophy. Gotcha. Um, and that's more my niche. I love to think about like morality, and mm-hmm. I like to think about like ponder universal morality. Yeah. And then that goes into human nature, and then possible caught causality and then blah 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 but um i mean i definitely i I really like to yeah just just learn man just learn like read and yeah what about you um i think you're already doing it yeah (laughs) never mind it's 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 just more of like you're saying like more more of this more face-to-face more podcasts um i'm just started working my second book so to be able to you know I, i still gotta hustle like i got like side hustle stuff like that if i could just push those like not have to do those not have to worry about that that'd be dope um and then you know travel while doing that and honestly i think like my number one job i'm ahead of writing or podcast or stuff like that is to be a dad like that's my that's my shit that's gonna be the most important job i ever do so we're probably a couple years away from having kids but I know that's gonna make me like the happiest. I can't wait. Man, you are. I feel like I feel like you prepped that answer. That was too good. That was that was too. I I feel like yeah, you wrote that down somewhere. You can't do that. (laughs) By the way, Moral Landscape by Sam Harris. Sam Harris. What what was the shift in you like when you read that? Um, What changed? You know what? You know what it was? Thinking about things I've never thought about before. Yeah. It was like it was like drugs. Mm. It was drugs to me. It's it's contagious. Like I, I like as as soon as you get me going on a topic and then it goes into either hypotheticals or if I can bring in any sort of anything at all, like I will go off. You yeah. know, like yeah, that's that's just it. Like learning something new, man. I love like 
my my side hustle, not really side hustle, but my my other hobby that nobody really knows about, but now all thousands of people are gonna he- hear about it. <laughs> I actually um, do astronomy. So I really yeah, I, I, I used to map stars and I used to you know uh, measure things and you know um, go to a bunch of the um, ob- observatories. You know, okay. I mean, so that that's that that was my thing. I I love astronomy. I love it. Yeah, everything. Yeah, but um, mm-hmm. why did you never share that with me? Well, because you probably make fun of me and throw a basketball at my head. But <laughs> <laughs> it had to be on <laughs> the thirty. Nerd. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna knock it. <laughs> no, not at all. Do, so do you do you read like read listen every day? Is it a yeah one of one of my New Year's uh, resolutions on w- when they interviewed me on the podcast was to uh, read a book every month for okay. a year. Right, life kind of got up and then I I got a girlfriend mid year so you know I kind of fell off on reading a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I still I still read at least yeah I'd say five hours a week. Yeah, I mean just something. Do you do you feel off when you're not learning? Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. It, yeah, how I, often does that happen? Oh, I, I fall into that sort of like anxious state of stagnance. Yeah. Constantly. It could happen like every other day when it's like, yeah, you know, wow, this sucks. Like, it's the same thing. Like, give me something, you know, it's Dude, like, I'm, I'm coming out of one of those right now. Cause yeah. like it was probably the last two or three months as we're having this transition, I'm going away from fitness coaching. I'm thinking too much. I'm pondering too much. Uh, but just now recently I'm, I'm going hard with like Blinkist. Have you heard of the Blinkist app? No. Uh, they just do like 15 minute summaries. Like literally, I just started doing this yesterday. So 15 minute summaries of books, right? So I, I listen to them giving the summary and I like read along to it. Okay. Um, because I did do the same. Like mine was like, well, I tried to do a book a week. I probably made it like halfway through the year, but it takes a lot of time, you know? And uh, so now I do the 15 minutes in the morning. I just, so I have like an hour. But man, I feel so just like off if I'm yeah, not yeah. reading, like listening, learn, and I'm more of a like I'm visual. I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah. Like listening helps, you know, while you're driving and stuff like that. But I gotta see it. Um, so I'm, I'm getting back into it. And it's amazing how much better I feel. And some people like just don't need that, you know. Like we also like when you say that, I'm like I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like yep. when you say learning, like it is addicting because I d- I was I mean I was like a B student, C B student growing up. But uh, I I never like read for fun until yeah. after college, you know stuff oh, like that. Man. And then once you get it, like it's addicting. No, it, it, it really is. Um, I was I was actually a uh, Mensa kid at at okay. the age of eight. Mensa is the IQ. Mm. Yeah, um, I was I was a men's kid at, at the age You're of. You're smart as shit, dude. Uh, pff, I'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, but you know, and like since then i mean dude i've been reading since i could read really? you know like yeah um i remember i remember <laughs> check this shit out so <laughs> this, this is one of my like best memories ever uh when i left fifth grade that, that's like a big deal and then you go to middle school right you go to sixth grade mm-hmm. so i went to uh, uh elementary school in la mesa and then we moved to elko and like i said so my parents were going to take me to la mesa whatever so i went to montgomery which is in El Cajon. Um, so I didn't know anybody my first day of sixth grade. I knew mm-hmm. nobody. Uh, my sister is two years older than me, and by then she already, like, you know, made it. So she was an eighth grader, and she was so fucking cool, yeah. you know. <laughs> and first day of sixth grade, waiting for school to begin, everybody's all in the quad, and I was reading a book, right? And my sister, who's an eighth grader, came over, and, and, like, she took the book away from me, and she was like, don't do this. Don't do this in public. <laughs> you know, don't. People are going to make fun of you. And I was like, you know, I, I, I didn't get it, but like now I totally get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But dude, yeah. I mean, it's coming back in style, though. I, you know, our, we're, cool we're, get, we're getting there. Like, we're more socially aware. 
All right, so Joey shared something that you didn't know about him with astronomy. What does he not know about you? Joey does Hearing not it live for the first time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. On Instagram Live. Joey knows everything about me. Joey, I hope Joey's there's gotta be something. Joey's my guy. Uh, Joey don't even know. That one time, you know, you went behind his back, like. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and he's trying to break up the, I know. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, 30 episodes are done. I'm it's trying over. to slide in, man. Your equipment's <laughs> so much better than mine. Like, we, there can't be four people. Like, I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta take Joey out so I can get in. All right, all right. I, I see you. <laughs> Opening free agency, open market. Uh, Joey probably doesn't know that I hide a lot of stuff. That I hide my yeah. feelings. I don't share as much as I should to people around me. Bitch, I knew that. <laughs> he doesn't ever talk. Yeah. He, he, he never talks about his feels. I, I like to take care of other people and make sure they're all right. And I feel like I'll, I'll handle it. I'll, I'll get through it. And it's usually uh, the stuff that I go through. It's pretty minor, you know. So I worry more about my parents and my family. Okay. I, I actually learned something new about him the other day. Do you mind if I share? Go ahead. So we were talking the other day and, um, you know, my mom is very supportive of me and like I moved down to live with my girlfriend. I've been moved out for years now. Um, and like I hosted Thanksgiving and I like to do things for my family. So she thought about, Oh God, about a, about a year ago, almost to the date. I was so fucking poor. I was so broke that I had to sell my PS4 just to get gas money. Mm -hmm. Right. Like the struggle was real. I came back from Texas and I had nothing. Right. Like I donated all my furniture to the, the AMVETS I, you know, my, my apartment was leased out to somebody else. I had nowhere to go. I had no money. I had nothing. So I sold, I sold my PS4 for pennies on the dollar, right? Um, that was about a year ago. So my mom, for Black Friday, she bought me a PS4, right? Like, she was sweet about it. Mm -hmm. And then I was selling that to Tony. And then um, Tony, Tony, because I was, I was saying, like, oh, yeah, like, my, my mom's always doing stuff like that. She's always cool. And then he made a point, and, it like, it just filled my heart with so much joy. But he, he said something like, um, he's never asked his parents for money because he he like he's so empathetic towards them that he wouldn't ever want to burden them hmm. with that. So he he would rather like be broke and suffer and starve mm -hmm. than just like even ask his parents for money. So I, I feel like that's so big because mm -hmm. I, I can't name two other people that would be like that, you know. So he's 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 like the biggest self sacrifice person I've ever met. He's a great guy through and through, man. You that's know? awesome. The brown yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was floored. I was like, "Wait, you've never asked your parents for a spot? You've never asked them for anything?" He's like, "I have never asked my my parents for anything." They gave me yeah. life, bro. They gave me, they gave me shelter. They fed me for twenty four years or twenty five years, and I, I can't ask anything for else now. More people need to be like you, man. Nah, I'm not doing. So let's go back to being poor for a second. <laughs> Please not. We're still uh, no, look what I know, we're, we're still poor. <laughs> hey, this is a big ass TV over here. I mean, you got a nice place. eBay. Yeah. It's the resale, man. It's hey, the shoe flipping. The flip. The flip. That's actually, I want to get into that a little bit too. Right. But uh, So fresh. So when my now wife, Dominique, and I started dating, I was like, when you're saying that, I, w I was like going down, I was selling blood. You know, like forty bucks. Oh, plasma. Plasma. Yeah. I was doing that twice a week. I think you could only go twice a week. Yep. Because I was introduced to entrepreneurship. Yep. But I was and I'm still not anywhere close to being an entrepreneur. But like my mind and I'm very stubborn was like, I can't get a job. You know, like I can't get a job. So I did that. I did uh like literally every side hustle if you Google side hustle, I've probably tried like everything out there. And like respect to that woman because 
she's like probably the only one who really believed in like my crazy ideas in li- like in my life. So uh, shout out to my wife if she's listening. Shout out. <laughs> That's why you married her. That's Dude, she's a good one. And a uh, funny story behind that is she was actually dating one of my best friends when we first met. No. Yep. And uh, we're all good now. It was a rough couple years. but uh, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Did it you go w- to your wedding? No, he didn't make it to the wedding. Of course We not. still weren't. We still, I had, I told him this. We were, you know, back at home for Thanksgiving and uh, like, we're good now. We're all good. But I, I told him like, dude, for like two or three years, I had nightmares of you punching me in the back of the head. Like <laughs> no joke. Like it would happen like once every few months, but it was real. It was a real thing. Okay. Let me, let me just put my, my four cents in on that. All right. Check it out. What you and your wife have. That sounds like, you know, not to sound cliche, but that sounds like true love, right? Hashtag goals. Right? Hashtag goals. I can't, like, if if your friend was dating her first just to date or whatever, that shit shouldn't get in the way of true love, baby. You know? Like, yeah. if if that's your goddamn soulmate, fuck your friend. Right. You know? Like, I mean, no, no offense. He might be listening, you know? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Mikhail, you know? I love you. <laughs> yeah. It, but, there, was a, there was a fork in the road. It, he was like, know? dude, like, you either go down that path or you stick with your boy. And Oh, hell no, man. The person that makes you choose is the one you got to die. I know. You know what? It, I mean, it was a tough time. You've got both now, though. <laughs> We're good now, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... I don't know why how, how I brought that up. But. You, yeah, you went from like we're gonna go broke, and then you. I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout about out. Life. Yeah. Soulmates, though, man. You Soulmates. you can't you can't get in the way of that, bro. That yeah. happens once in a freaking universe's lifetime. You yeah. can't. You can't, man. Don't. It's true. Don't be mad. He should our be fir- happy. Our for first you. date, we went to Chipotle, and I knew I knew she was the one. Yeah. Did yeah. she ask for guac or something? And then you. Were <laughs> she was late. She was like. 20 minutes late, which is good because I'm a messy eater, so I finished my meal before she got there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so luckily she didn't see that side of me. But, yeah. Did she eat? Did she, she I don't think eat? she did, no. So you just sat and chatted at Chipotle? You couldn't With go Chipotle. to Starbucks? No, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, I'm broke. <laughs> you that was post-workout. That's, <laughs> that's like a meal and a half right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably didn't eat after that for three days. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Digging deep into the pennies. <laughs> So I'm um, I'm guessing that you were prompting us uh, for the happiness. What's that? Say that again. You're, you're probably prompting us. You're prefacing yeah, your was, happiness question yep. with uh, what would we do? Yep. So, well, uh, okay. <laughs> it's tough to just give a definition, right? But we're just going to go straight there. So I want to hear each of your definitions on happiness. <laughs> no, the, no, let's work our way into it. Yeah. yeah what yeah, are yeah. some of the things like that you do, you know, you're talking about doing the podcast, you're talking about astronomy, learning, mm-hmm. but like, what are the things that make you feel most alive? Like what makes you happy? I think me and Joey talked about it before you came that, cause Joey's barely started waking up to go to the gym in the morning mm-hmm. before work. And he, that's his alone time. That's our time. That's yeah. Like when we, you gather your thoughts and you think about like, what am I doing today? How am I going to conquer this? And that was like the, the happiness of being alone early in the morning, mm-hmm. I think is, one of those because you can gather your thoughts and you can elaborate yeah, so like, true. and you're reflecting because like once like if you wake up at like 7 30 or 8 and you're rushing out of the house you have no time to think because mm-hmm. you're always rushing yep so having that time to self-reflect or just dig in right i mean completely yeah uh, like that that sort of fits in the the whole like niche of reading and like learning because that's like me time you yeah. know just like gym at 5 a.m I just started doing that. And I know you've been posting happinesses, finishing a workout before the sun comes up. I saw that bullshit and I was like, ah, 
No, oh, hell. That. I was like, no, it's no, like it's 8 not. It's like 8 a.m., you're still in bed, yeah, like, fuck no. you. No, I was like, no, no, not happening. Uh, flash forward like a week, and, you know, I started doing the morning thing um, because my girlfriend wants to work out too, but we just got a puppy, so I'm... Golden Retriever. Hell yeah. Dexter. Dexter. Yeah, hell hey, yeah. I, I've been on your guys' yeah, Instagram yeah. too. Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, that dog is hella is, uh, cute. two weeks in the making, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, to, you know, to go along with that... W- I was going after work to the gym and then she was like, it's not fair because I have to stay home with the kid. And then by the time you're done working out, like it's too late. I don't want to go. So I was like, okay, I'll just go in the morning because I know you won't. Mm -hmm. And you know, you can go after work in the evening. I'll stay up the kid, you know? Um, So we've been doing that. So really I've been doing it for her and for me. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm doing it, it's like, this shit's for me. Like I feel good. I'm waking up at 445. I'm taking the boy to go poop. And then I'm like, I gotta go, you know? And then I'm at the gym in the zone and like I am happy and mm-hmm. then the rest of my days kick ass. You're so right. It makes such a difference that time to yourself and whatever you're doing, you know, yeah, if you're going yeah, if for you're jog just or whatever. Writing down the jog so people journal in the morning or yeah. stuff like that. Just your coffee, just at that alone time. Mm-hmm. So I I'm gonna make the assumption you'd consider yourself an introvert. Yes. Sure. Do, would you consider yourself an introvert? Um God damn Do you get your energy from being by yourself or being around other people? Am I drinking? <laughs> no, no I'm, 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 you could probably classify me like if I took the test as an introvert, yeah. but I'm not like a, you know, reclusive introvert. Yeah. I'm like an introvert who enjoys his silence, but I also, I'm like a social introvert. Yeah. 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 I think Tony and I could like just chill out by ourselves for the weekend or like a week and we'd be cool. But, but I do, I, I do relate, <laughs> like I do relate with you because like. I do love being around people. I mean, you can only be by yourself or so quiet long. for yeah. so long. You yeah. do. We all need social interaction, but, but yeah, I, I was just curious if you <laughs> thought about it. No, I mean absolutely. And you know what? Um, this might surprise you, but before I left for Texas, I actually was living in a studio in La Mesa by myself, like no dog, no girlfriend, no just me. I would come home. My apartment was dead ass quiet. Mm-hmm. That was when I was probably one of the more happier times of my yeah. life, man. Yeah. You know, like I just. I hear you. That was the same thing for me. Like the first time in college that I had my own room, my own space, I was like, this is it. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to Dexter. Oh, yeah. How long yeah. have you had? Because when we're talking about happiness, you can't leave dogs out of the <laughs> equation. Yeah. How long have you had Dexter? We got him on November 10th. Oh, so you just got him. Yeah. yeah How no, old is he? He is 10 weeks. Dude, we got to have a puppy play date. As soon as he's getting a second set getting of shots, shots in, on yeah. this Saturday, and okay. then he's got to be like, what, I think three months before yeah. he can be social. Yeah. But so I know that, away. yeah, you've got, you've got your baby girl. Yep. Um, I, Dex is my second golden. Oh, really? I, I have a golden named Jarvis who's okay. going to be three in February. Um, I have him with an ex. But like mm. we have like shared custody, mm. more so she doesn't mind if I visit him because gotcha. you know I had him when he was a baby too. Yeah. And like I'm not gonna let that shit go. Yeah, hey, no. So yeah, so I mean, so I have Jarvis on weekends when she's being nice, and mm-hmm. then I have Dex all the time. Okay. So golden retrievers, man, they're best the dogs, freaking best. All dogs are good, but golden's are the best. They're just the best <laughs> for real. They're so happy. You have pets? Nope. No. In the process, uh, looking for a corgi, but kind of pricey, you know. And Girlfriend wants a specific breed, so yeah, you're not gonna find corgis off uh, at a local local, no. <laughs> local shelter. Oh, they, they weren't on a local shelter, but we saw one down in Santee. But oh, really? A, we also didn't get the connection on it. Like you know, you when you play with the dog, you're like, yeah, oh yeah, this is it? But it wasn't. Oh, you actually saw a dog? Mm-hmm. Okay, now that's something I didn't know. All right, there. I <laughs> <guess. the> <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Was it on Snap or something? Yeah, I sent it via message. 
text message. No, you didn't. You, you, you probably sent it to Joey W, man. You like no. him more than you like me now. <laughs> it was Joey B. Man, you crazy you as crazy. hell. What All right, now, now I got to ask you. Well, you can you, like, keep looking because I know you got to... Damn it. You did get did. it, didn't you? I told you. Oh. Man, you didn't, you didn't take him home? Oh, look at that belly. Oh, man. You, <laughs> you got no soul for not taking that dog home. <laughs> did they choose you, though? It's, yeah, it's a true. real thing. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Transformers. Yeah, it's you know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, when we were getting Nala, it was her or a boy... And uh, the Nala went like right into my wife's arms, like fell asleep. I was like, "Game That's over." That's the one. Yeah, yeah, game over. She's she's actually smaller for a golden though, huh? Yeah, she's yeah. In some kind of mix. I don't know what she. But oh, okay. Yeah, some mix in there. Yeah, freaking Jarvis is like 109 pounds. Yeah, the dude's they can, English cream. He's a big heifer. Fluffy. Yeah, hella fluffy. Yeah, he's yeah. A big old woofer, man. Mm-hmm. You don't want to meet him. He'll just yeah. sit on Nala and not let her breathe. <laughs> he he sat on decks. Really? He sat on decks. Yeah. yeah. I own you. For real. Yeah. Dex's eyes like popped out of his head and then <laughs> it was it was a bad time. <laughs> no, so Nala's super submissive. She'll just go down like if a dog's this small, she'll submit to it. Oh yeah? Yeah. That's it's, sweet. It's pretty cute. That's girls though, man. Yeah. yeah. Girl dogs are sweethearts. Yeah. For real. But boy dogs are the worst, man. Should, I mean, you see my hand? That's yeah. all that's all this one goes bad. He punctured <laughs> the hell. You can't see it on live, but my hands are all cut up thanks to my baby. Just like humans. Boys are crazy. Girls are mostly sweet. A little crazy. Yeah. Hitting crazy. Yeah. All right. Now I got to ask, definition, what would you guys say your definition of happiness? I'm going to let you go first, man, because I honestly... I went first. I, I, no, you didn't. You said that that was something that makes you happy, but what is your yep. definition I've of happiness? I've gone first the last two questions. Okay. Happiness for, <laughs> happiness for me is... Um, Okay, I guess, if, if, and this is the, just the way my mind works, really analytical, but happiness for me is, you know, intellectual growth through, you know, like, this is going to sound super like teamwork, but like humans working and growing together mm-hmm. to drive the intellectual nature and to, sh- you know, sort of shape away from the animalism into more rational beings. Like, that is happiness, man. Like, your, your growth. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not step, taking a step back. Like, I don't know if you guys heard, but like Ohio in there, uh, this is bringing up current event. I know mm-hmm. we weren't going to do this, but Ohio right now um, has a bill that's on their, um, their, their, their state court that's banning abortion for women and then making guilty women uh, get the death penalty for having a. Ab- this is happening right now, Damn. you know? Being you know? Fantastic. Well, I mean, it's 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 up for legislation right now for their their state congress, but I mean, dude, what like, states follow? What what year is it? I'm sorry, crazy. You know that, that that's the opposite of happiness for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I do. So I want to I want to compliment you though, because I love that that you could tell you went deep and like you didn't just say like a definition off, you know, like something you'd see or whatever, or like a little sign or something. Like you went deep, like what it actually. You really, I just felt that, like, that was real. That was a real-ass answer, so. No (laughs) pressure, no pressure, (laughs) Tony, but, yeah, that's tough to beat. Skip forward to four, five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I already gave my definition. (laughs) Happiness, to me, is being able to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you're happy with what you're becoming, Mm -hmm. what you're giving to the world, and your relationships with people, because you are 
who you align yourself with and what you give out to the world, you know? And yeah, we see all these quotes on Instagram and it tells you like, do this and do that, you know? But if you can't look at yourself in the mirror and say that you're happy, then... Yeah, that's some real shit. You gotta. Yeah, absolutely. Being honest, like being honest with yourself yeah, is sure. super tough to do because we're... Like I heard an analogy today, we're we're pretty much always looking at ourselves like this in the mirror, yeah. and when we do that, we miss you know in the big picture. When we step back, like we can miss a little, but like, it's tough to be like self-aware that kind of thing. It's tough. So I, yeah. I so are, so you're that. saying that we're over scrutinizing ourselves to a point where we miss the big picture. Mm. I think we focus on dumb shit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and as a result, we get caught up and we think we're happy, you know. But it's it's really tough to take a step step back and be like. Am I actually, I mean, I've even had this within the last like second half of this year, you know, like getting yeah, caught. Yeah, yeah. That's why we, we're making the switch now is like, man, I, I love fitness for the same reasons you guys. Like, I love that alone time. I love my headphones in where I can just, you know, crank it out. But like, do I love fitness coaching? I mean, oh, we didn't not ask specifically. You that. Why did you, is that, is that why you gave up your business? Cause it was a very successful business. So yeah. So we're still, I mean, we're in like a transition, right? So we were doing this, this year was, we had a lot of success with our 30 day challenges. So we're every month, you know, we, we put on these awesome challenges, 25 to 50 people basically get a one-on-one coaching. And it, it was just so for me, emotionally draining. Um, I love the marketing part of it. I love like I love the big picture part, but I don't love, like, you're basically a therapist, you know? Oh, dude. Okay, when, when I was a personal trainer, right? Yeah. My biggest qualm with personal training was that I was somehow responsible for 100% of their progress. So if in the course of six weeks, they didn't, they had minimal change or no change at all, Yeah. that was me who did that. And right. it's like, no, it's not. Right. You know, like, have you been dieting? Have yeah. you been being consistent? I'm with have you, you been <laughs> two, three hours a week at most. Yeah. Like, what are you doing the other... No, completely. Yeah. And I also, when I did in-person personal training, I'm like, I'm, I'm just a, a counter. <laughs> One, two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you talk about some stuff too, but like, I just wasn't, and it's never, I've never been super passionate about fitness coaching, personal training. I've always loved the mindset behind it, right? Yeah. That's the whole reason podcast stuff like that. So to kind of answer your question, my wife's taking it over now. She's more of the hands-on. She's working just with women, which is really good too. Um, I can kind of take a step back, just help with like the marketing, bigger picture stuff. But again, going back like happiness, like I had to realize I was up close in the mirror and I told myself things are good and, and all that, but like I had to take that step back. So I think that that's part of it too, is like when, especially when you're feeling just in that rut, like everybody does at some point in their life, like being able to te- take a step back and then have people you can talk about that with too. That's you know? that's a really nice visual, like okay. that whole mirror metaphor. I stole it from uh, James Clear. I well, th- yeah, but yeah, you know that's super. a that's a really nice visual because uh, you know if you think about it, it's yeah. like you know you don't have any scope. Yeah, like, and and plus and there's also that idea that if you look at something closer, then you're getting more details, which in fact could work the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you don't have any scope. So if you just took a step back, like yeah. you were saying, so it, you know, there's there's like multiple things behind that Absolutely. visual for me at least. That's so this is awesome. He's gonna bring, he, he'll touch base on like ten episodes and be like, "Hey, remember that one time, <laughs> dude? I, I we <laughs> had fucking <laughs> his memories insane. I'm glad he's a co-host because I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they said that. Well, it's, it's just like like well because you know just like Tony was saying like. 
I take this shit seriously. Like, yeah. you know, I want to hear people's stories. I love perspective. He loves perspective. And, like, I like to pick apart little keywords, you know, that people drop. Um, you know, for some, uh, it had to do with, you know, like, knowing yourself. And, and then for others, it was, like, appropriating yourself with other people and how to be more patient and stuff like that. But, you know. It's his it's, therapy. Yeah. I, I'm not charging him for it. <laughs> well, shit, man. You better talk to Dr. David that I'm yep. seeing now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, man. That, so was, that was crazy. You guys had a couple questions we'll for me. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Let's, so, uh, we got like 10 minutes. Are we going like an hour or do you yeah. guys have a limit? Yeah, I mean. Just whatever. Uh, shit, my girlfriend already knows it's going to be late. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, shout so, out. So, yeah, sh- shout out to Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. King Cobra Poppy. <laughs> um, but uh, shit, yeah, we, 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 we had a couple we had a couple questions. So um, you being successful and whatnot, you know, and you coming from nothing and now, you know, being able to chill with your dog and stuff like that and not have to have a nine to five grind. Mm-hmm. How much money is enough money? Um, so what, so to be fair, he, they, they prepped me. So they, they shared <laughs> these ideas. So like when you first said that before we started the episode, I thought it like in college, I, I think it was a psychology class. They did the study about how, uh, it, up to a certain point, I think it was like 50 to 70, if we're getting specific, 50, 75,000 where your needs are met where your needs are met past that after you get to, I think it was like, and sorry, I should have, I don't know specifically. It was like after like a hundred thousand, whatever it was, it doesn't really matter. The number past. Yeah. Your needs are met. There was no dramatic. There wasn't any increase in happiness, fulfillment of life. And so I think whatever's going to make you enough money, here's how I think about it. If you love what you're doing, right? If you love what you're doing and your basic needs are met, then that I mean that's it. Yep. What a nice answer. That you know, you know, you you can <laughs> ask that to No, no, I'm I'm being like for real because no, you can no, ask no. some people and they're like, you know, they 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 kind of they kind of bullshit. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, I want to take care of my mom and I want to mm. buy this car yeah. and I want to be able to have, you know, Taco Bell every night." Right. And that one's me. But, you know, and <laughs> and I think that you hit it on the head when it was just like, if your needs are met. are met. You have a place to live, you got food, you got water. But more importantly, even, you know, what you're doing between nine and five or whatever it is, that, I mean, that's a key factor. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because, and this is a conversation my wife and I had like two months into dating where we said, like, I remember, like, we would have weird ass talks like this and be like, would you rather make 50000 doing what you love like from home or something or a hundred thousand doing a job you hated and you know obviously we're both like of course not but like i think it's a a real thing we we get easily caught up in the number we get caught up in the car the house i mean there's more and more research coming out every day on this but like pair yourself to the jonas exactly i think as long as you love what you're doing I mean that's it. You Dude, won. It's it's just not necessary, man. Yeah. It's not necessary to have like a trillion dollars. Yeah. What are you gonna do with that, man? You know, like that sucks. While there's, you know, millions of people around the world who freaking eat rocks. Mm-hmm. You know, like that sucks, man. You suck, whoever is <laughs> freaking. So I've even been on the. Now I'm like coming out of that because you know we made good money. I I spent money on dumb shit. And now it's like we it, all have, yeah, We're you know, still like for some e- of us. exactly, yeah. I'm yeah, like <laughs> me, yes, I know. I I bought a car, and I, it was, I it was right insane, there with you, like you a know? year year and a half ago. We bought a car that we did not need to spend that much money for. 
<laughs> yeah, I hear you. And one in like you know it intuitively. You know, like you know, I'm, I know this is a dumb decision, but like you do it. But at least like I don't know. At least we figured it out. Sure. Yeah. Or I at guess. least we're trying to. Right. I'm. I'm like. <laughs> at I'm, least you do have a car. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you just got an accident. Yeah, got an Rest accident. in peace. Rest in peace, um, my car. I'm. I'm actually like a huge proponent of the way of thinking that the more you have, the less you are. Mm. I've I've said that in multiple podcasts before. Yeah. The more you have, I the less that. you are. The more you are. Wait, say it again. The, the more, more you have, the less you are. The more you have, the less you are. Yeah. Think about think about the the most soulful person you've ever met, and I guarantee you they weren't freaking living on you know Bel Air Drive. You know. I'll tell you who it was. <laughs> tell me. My when I worked at the rec center in college, what? it was the manager. He you know he was like a very simple dude. Very like very wise, but he you know he was a manager of a college student rec center. He didn't have like a ton of money, but like he was there. He had that yeah. you know that yeah that thing. My mom was a very I love my mom. I doubt she's listening, but <laughs> she's a hoarder. We're just back at home. She has so much stuff, yeah, yeah. so much stuff, and I think that's why I'm I try to be I'm I'm pretty OCD. Like I like I like things in place. I don't like having things we don't need. We like try to keep it as minimal as possible. I think that's so true, man. Like I think that is spot on. Like we we really just don't need that much. Nah, man. We don't. But yeah. I think what it is, and and you both kind of hit on this too, is like it's the relationships. It's. I mean, I th- I'm jealous of you guys. You got like your boy. Like you get to hang out all the time. I'm still new to San Diego, so you know my good friends are back in Oregon. Mm-hmm. That is so much. That is so much worth more than any amount of money. It's those friendships, and I know that's cheesy and that's cliche. Ch- no, it's not cheesy, like, no, because I felt the same way this Sunday. We had Friendsgiving, yeah, and just having a room filled with fifteen of your closest friends, yeah, was like, fuck, man, I take everything away from me. But if I have these people that's around it. me, that's I'm it, good. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've never seen you like I this before. <laughs> I never seen. Damn. Oh man, my pants are shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there yeah. he goes with well, the dick joke. What was yeah, your second yeah. question? It wouldn't wouldn't be the podcast without him. Uh, second question. Oh, dude, this is good. The you know who? Okay, so I'm just you know thinking about it. Face of our generation, if we were to fast forward in time, like 30, 40 years, and we look back on like the millennials, you know, who do you think is going to be like the biggest representative of our generation, and why? My, f- I have two answers. I love it. My first instinct, you guys know Gary Vaynerchuk, do you? Gary V. Yeah, Gary V. Yeah, okay. He's doing some, as you know, he's doing some good stuff for the business world and more so just like human kindness world. Um, That was my first answer, but I think the bigger one, I think it's going to be LeBron James. Not, not. What? No, no, no. no. (laughs) Let, Let me stop. Not for what he did on the court. Before what he, he what he's gonna do for the next forty years as soon as he retires? Hey, piggybacking on you. So this is what happened. We're here watching TV. I'm like, damn, like how much money is enough money? Because we're watching a YouTube video, me and Jen, and we're like, fuck, how much money is really enough money? She's like, that's a podcast question. I'm like, I grab my phone, <laughs> I text Joey, yeah. then Joey pires back and texts me that. I'm like, fuck, there we go. We got our next show. We got our content. But then I'm like arguing with Jen. I'm like, you know what? Like I wouldn't be mad if you throw out LeBron because. Take it outside of the sport. What he's doing outside of the sport yeah. for the community, for just the kids out there, like 
he has enough money, but he wants to take care of other people. Just like he said, Gary Vee was a kindness. LeBron has kindness. Like he's not the goat. I know, but, but I, I guess I guess if he's you... gonna make a difference, bro. Like he just opened up a school by himself. Like, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like all that stuff gets overshadowed by his terrible attitude on the court. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, you don't. I didn't even know he opened a school. To be honest, all I know is that you know he threw bows in the last game or some shit. But what, what I'm talking about, um, and I mean, your, your answers were good. Like those are very thought provocative answers. Like mm-hmm. that's awesome. Uh, but you know, I'm thinking more of like not for our our generation, but like a Gandhi or like a Rosa Parks mm-hmm. or so you know, who's mine? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound cliche and say Barack Obama. But, I mean, the dude is still, I mean, I, I would say Barack, or if 2020 happens in the way that I hope it does, then potentially Bernie Sanders, man. All, all, all it takes is, like, one person to just be an example of what is morally right. And I'm, I believe that there are no universal, you know, moral uh, s- scopes that we can find in our limited minds that we have. I'm sure there are universal codes of morality but we don't know them um emmanuel kant attempted came Mm -hmm. up with a categorical imperative and also failed because you couldn't you know not lie all the time like let's say you're hiding a jew and nazis knock on your door are you not gonna lie to the nazis and somebody's gonna die you know like no Mm -hmm. dude whatever but i just went on a crazy tangent (laughs) um no but I, i get what you're saying how I think about it is influence, right? Who's going to yeah. impact the most people? Positively, though. But yeah, in yeah. the right way, absolutely. How I think about influence, too, is, okay, there's people like, um, like, like you're saying, Martin Luther King Jr., Gandhi, Mother Teresa, who, let's just call it, let's, let's simplify it, like, morally, 100%. Yeah, 100%, yeah. and as a result, they're kind of the face of generations. Yep, yep, yep. How I think about influence is 50% moral, doing the right thing, and I'm talking to impact, to influence the most people, so stay with me. So 50% moral, 50% like popular, okay? Okay. So, so like, it's got to be cool. I think the people who, like celebrities and, you know, all this stuff, like, they're like the cool factor, and as a result, they have a lot of influence, so I think the most powerful combination of that is when you have, like, you're doing the right thing, right? And you have people's attention. I think that's what, and if you can use that for the right reasons, that's why my first instinct was, like, Gary Vee, because it's, like, it, it, it's a perfect combination of that. And this is just my own limited thinking of mm-hmm. who I, you know, because I guarantee there are thousands, mil. Better hundreds of thousands that you don't even know morally who are you know yeah. t- mother church and we're never going to hear about them not a single day man yeah yeah you'll and they're being yeah. more exposed because of the internet and social media and stuff yeah. like that right. they're getting more exposed now but it's that combination of like popularity and morality and those probably aren't the best words for it but you know what i'm saying like you have to have no, people's completely. attention yeah. and do the right thing yeah because if you're just doing the right okay so why I thought about that too is when I was in college I did like um, you know I was, I was sociology so we did like protests stuff like this right you're doing the right thing and I'm like there, it came to the point where like all right these people are just gonna keep doing that the rest of their life like yeah, they're just yeah. gonna keep protesting and they're doing the right thing they have the right reasons but the people who are actually going to influence people are the musicians who are good at what they do they're popular 
and they're doing the right thing. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my like take on it. But well, I, I mean, I I definitely you know I will concede your point that you have to be popular to be in, in influential. You know, like right. you, people have to know who you are to listen to what you're saying. Yeah. I can uh. stand on a street corner and say, don't exactly. kill each other. No right. one's going to listen to me, you know? But yeah, like you said, like if LeBron on his Instagram was like, put up a video, it was like, hey, like murder is bad. You know, then more people would see it. Ah, photo time. <laughs> I don't know how to pose for photos. Turn out mixtape. People on the podcast are like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it get quiet? Yeah. We just took a photo. Okay, so we, we've hit the hour mark. we got to wrap it up. But yeah. I, I've got one more thought experiment, and yeah. we can give it like three minutes. So um, this was presented to me years ago, and I still don't have a good answer. Maybe you guys will. So d- in downtown in the, in the marina, there's a ship. It's hundreds of years old. It's called the Star of India. You're not from here, so you might not have heard of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Star of India I is? I don't know. So the Star of India is like the last existing, you know, like merchant vessel, you know, that is in working order. They sail that bitch all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that, that's just what I'm getting at. It's made of wood. It's hundreds of years old, still in working order. Star of India. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I, I used to run by it. Yeah, yeah. You probably still. Fucking the mic. You know how it works. <laughs> so, um, oh, I'm new. So over time you know, planks and boards on the ship are going to become warped and you have to replace them, mm-hmm. right? So Star of India, in its original condition, uh, a plank on the poop deck goes bad and you replace it. Is that still the same ship? Just right off the top of your head. Wait, ask that question one more time. So, you know, you have like the Star, the star of India and mm-hmm. its original construction. Mm-hmm. Over time, like one of the planks on one of the decks goes bad. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Mm-hmm. You just take the rotted plank out, you put in a new plank. Is that still the same ship? Yes or no? You know, like, is that still the Star of India? My first, I would just say yeah. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. That's, just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to. Um, over time. Over time, eventually, is all of the planks are going to have to be replaced. Every single one of them. Because mm-hmm. the weathering conditions and all this stuff. So over time, every original plank that was the Star of India is now replaced by something new. Mm-hmm. That ship... Is that ship still the Star of India? Yeah. And why? Because our interpretation of it stays the same. Well, so I mean, but but that right. is subjective. True. <laughs> so in our, okay, how I thought about that is every seven years, right, our bones, like all the cells, bones, everything that is completely the changes. That is the point that I <laughs> wanted to make. Is that where you're make? going? Yes. Okay. All of our cells die. Yeah. So seven years ago, yeah. you were a different person. Completely. Or were you? Yeah. <laughs> are you the same Eric that was seven years ago? Fuck. <laughs> All your like, cells are like brand personally. new. There's nothing, there's not one yeah, thing not one about thing. you yeah. that you had seven years ago. The name remained the same, so he's the same person. But <laughs> that's it. Naming <laughs> naming conventions. <laughs> you know. What you think of it, you still think of it as that boat. Perception is subjective, and yeah. then also there's a there's a strain of consciousness theory that's like that's what gives us our identity. But consciousness is broken when you sleep every night, when yes. you get knocked out, yeah. when you get in a car accident. Yeah. Consciousness is broken, so that's out the window. People say memories, but you cannot prove a tangible memory, and memories have been proven to be false all the yeah. time. Yeah. So what about you, is Eric that was Eric seven years ago? What about you? Are you the same person? And the answer is overwhelmingly yes, I'm the same guy. But how? Can you prove that to me? No, <laughs> I can't. And that's where we're going to end it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> if you can prove it, holler at us in DMs or in the comment section below. 
Uh, make sure you listen to both of our podcasts. Give us both a listen. Hold on. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that. Think about it, though. Give no. me an answer. Follow-up. Yeah. We'll save it for another, <laughs> another podcast, but it's a really good question. And you uh, can't do it on a separate now. you got to come back. Or yeah, we got to go to you. I'm down. Let's All do right. it. We'll, we'll, we'll go you can come to mine, and you're going to laugh at my setup. But we'll that's we'll okay. bring this. Nala makes up for it. We'll, so. we'll bring this Yo, up. you'll bring this up. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, guys, it's What's been your a pro. Uh, I don't really have an outro. I'm like, I love Plug you. Plug away. Uh, 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 take a screenshot of this. Post it on Instagram story. Tag us. I think you guys do the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then my outro is like super awkward. And I'm like, okay, love you guys. See you bye, next time. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. Uh, okay, for real this time. Peace out. <laughs> really, uh, one more thing. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to put some plugs. Um, if you're listening on Eric's podcast, our plug is at Nothing to Lose Podcast. Um, we need some notoriety, so please give us a share, give us a follow, a listen, anything like that. Um, you want us to, com- to collab again, even though we said we are? Just let us know. Thumbs up. The sooner the down. better. Wait, I'm holding it to my audience right now. Make sure right now that you go over to Nothing to Lose, not with the two, like the number two, T O. <laughs> Nothing to Lose Podcast. Follow them on Instagram. Make sure you're following on. Uh, you guys, Apple, mostly Apple, Apple, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify yeah, yeah. everything. Cool. So make sure you head over there. They got some good stuff. And uh, this has been super fun, guys. This has been really great. Definitely uh, part two coming part up. Two, part two. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Man. <laughs> Peace. Peace.